1: come I don't care get you
0: welcome to a special interview edition of sci-fi fidelity I'm Mike and I'm here with Dave and Dave this is an exciting one a follow-up to our discussion of killjoys we had Luke McFarlane and we were happy to be able to talk to him but with Hannah John Common not only being the lead of the show, but with her career just sort of taking off in the genre field. It was so exciting to get a chance to talk to her as well and release this bonus episode.
2: Yeah, and you know I cover this for Den of Geek, and I love the show. I would love it even if I wasn't covering it for Den of Geek. So really, what a what a thrill.
0: So we're going to share with you our interview with Hannah John Common, and we are kind of reaching the midpoint of season four of killjoys on sci-fi. So hopefully you're up to date with that show. We do have some mild spoilers in this interview if you haven't. So just be aware of that. But ever since Hannah John Common joined the cast of Killjoys as the Bounty Hunter Dutch, she's become genuine sci-fi royalty, having played a small role in Star Wars The Force Awakens, as well as multiple appearances in Black Mirror. She also showed up in Game of Thrones and Tomb Raider before taking on major villain roles this year in Steven Spielberg's Ready Player One and Marvel's Ant-Man and the Wasp. We can all sort of say because of that, that we knew her when, and we're glad that she's still got another couple of seasons of Killjoys to share with us on Sci-Fi before the show's swan song. So let's take a listen to the interview we had with her about a week ago. Hello, Hannah.
1: Hi. Hello. How are
0: you? We're wonderful. We're so glad you could take the time out of your busy schedules to talk about Killjoys with us. Are you in the middle of a block shoot right now?
1: Well, yes, in a broad stroke, we are, um but I'm actually i have a, we all have a week off. we've got our hiatus, so I'm back in London <laughs> right now, oh, okay. currently with the rain.
2: <laughs> well, I imagine with the shooting schedule for Killjoys being so tight, it's probably nice to be able to have a, a break at the moment.
1: Yes oh, it's wonderful, it's wonderful. It can rain all day, and I wouldn't mind <laughs> <It's just laughs> relaxing, you have a cup of tea
2: <laughs> now. After playing such a badass hero in Dutch, some Killjoys viewers may have been taken a bit off guard by your portrayal of the villainous Anila. But now that you've got the antagonist finale Xandor from Ready Player One and the straight up villain Ghost and Ant-Man and the Wasp under your belt, everybody's dying to know what's more fun to play, a hero or a villain.
1: Um, I'm actually going to go for the villain, 100%. You know, playing the protagonist is really fun. I mean, you you get to, I mean, with Dutch, I I learn a lot from Dutch. I love playing the protagonist. But at the same time, I I think, you know, the lines cross over quite a lot of the time because the protagonists aren't always good. And yeah. you do bad things, and you actually have the responsibility of being the good guy or the good girl, but doing the the wrong thing and and feeling the percussions of that. Whereas when you're the antagonist, you're kind of you kind of know you're doing the bad thing, but you're kind of more selfish and desperate to get it. Um, so it is actually I, I have really thoroughly enjoyed playing, I'd say, in the of commas, the villain in things because. It's fun to try and persuade the audience that actually you're the good guy.
0: <laughs> and in that sense, I guess, Anila and Dutch are a little bit of each. <laughs> because even Anila seems to be taking sort of a turn towards the good side a little bit this season. Is that true?
1: And that is true. I mean, I mean with, with Anila, she's always craved that kind of, I mean, she had and from eating the wrong berry when she was young you know she was a daughter she she has got her father Klein and she was born into the world with a loving family and she had that all taken away from her and you know I think that even though you know the green inside of her and the green that she is constantly consuming alienates her from society and what is human and what isn't it doesn't make her a bad person. It just makes her have a goal into where she was at with the lady at the time. And I, I think it is wonderful that actually, you know, the audience and also it was an actor playing a character, you know, going against my character that I've loved so much. You have to kind of start with the vulnerable. You have to start with the vulnerabilities of that character and try and kind of understand them in a way. So it's been really fun. It was really fun discovering who Anila was.
0: Well, obviously, this was a banner year for Hanajan John Common, joining the ranks of sci-fi royalty with the high-profile genre films Dave just mentioned, plus Star Wars, Tomb Raider, Black Mirror, Game of Thrones, and others. But is there a certain element of coming back to the set of Killjoys that feels like home?
1: Oh my goodness, I think that's actually what I was going to use. Um, <laughs> it's home. I come home, it's like I come home, I come back to Lucy, I come home, I put my leathers on, I'm home. I'm with Aaron and Luke, Johnny and Davin, I'm home. Um, oh my goodness, it's a set that I've never been on before where there's such a connection with everybody. The crew, everyone, they come back every single year because we have, so. it's just such a... You know, it's evidence of how much joy we have on set. And yeah, it's a testament to that. And the, I, I thoroughly enjoyed coming back home to Killjoy's and getting to play these amazing characters and getting to just laugh. Like, I, I just laugh so much on the set. And I have such a wonderful time. But yeah, I'm really going to miss it.
2: Now, you mentioned Klein, and during the course of the series, we've learned about the training Dutch received from Klein and the impact it's had on her life. Can she ever let go of the things she's done? And is there room for growth in her relationship with Klein this season, even if he's not technically alive?
1: (laughs) Yeah, there's always going to be, I think, with Dutch, there was a childhood trauma there. And I think with... The attachment theory. I think you know, they'll she'll never get over that because it's who she is. And um, she's carried that. She is a walking evidence of, of what she's been through with crime. He's shaped her into who she is, so she can't ever forget that. But at the same time, can she forgive that? Yes. Uh, there, there. I think there. You know, there will be moments of forgiveness of everything that has happened. But at the same time, she kind of needs that. And it's kind of, and it's who she is, and it's who everyone loves, and it's who people have accepted her as. And and it does sometimes come down to how much does she accept herself. So I think there'll be pushes and pulls in that kind of relationship with Klein and, and her acceptance of herself.
0: Now, from the uh, shipping angle, there's a lot of people that would like to see Dutch get together with Johnny, but that's more of a brother-sister arrangement. Then there's the fling with Davin. But now that he's about to be a father, how is Dutch going to react to Delsea being in the picture this season? Is that going to sort of bring those things to the forefront?
1: Yeah, I think uh, uh, with the team, you'll see definitely different shifts with the three of them. Um, but you know what I kind of giggled at when I played the you know played Dutch with this kind of new situation happening is you know we've kind of from the last previous seasons at the prodigy school is Dutch isn't very good with kids <laughs> she doesn't <Yeah>. quite know <laughs> how to be around kids and and uh, she you know I don't think she finds them she doesn't really see them as these kind of lovely innocent cute things because she wasn't one herself so. Um, Yeah, it will be interesting (laughs) to see what happens with a new situation the (laughs) setup.
2: Well, circumstances appear to be changing as season four progresses, but Dutch and Anila spend most of season three trying to kill each other, even though in the finale we, we find them working together to destroy the lady. So after all said and done and assuming both survive, can these two ever be friends or how would you describe their
1: relationship? Well, it would be the weirdest friendship in the world, but I think they could. Um, I think that definitely, you know, life isn't black and white; it's grey. And I think protagonists are antagonists, and antagonists are protagonists in their own right. You know, no one's perfect. Dutch makes mistakes, and Nina's definitely made mistakes. But I think what Dutch, what came to fruition in season, at the end of season three. With Anita and Dutch was that Dutch is made from Anita and there was a love there and there was an understanding and there was kind of a connection there that is unexplained for the others for sure but it's something that you know Dutch and Anita are growing to understand each other and for Anita as well remembering because you know the green had completely numbed her mind from so many things. When she was reminded with the memory tax that um, Dutch implanted in her at the end of season three, she finally remembered what love was like and that she did it and she did love and it did exist. So I think, yeah, never say never when it comes to (laughs) a friendship and bonding and, 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 and the most bizarre friendship you
0: could think of now i remember when i first saw the preview for killjoys before it came out and it was just such an amazing assassin type sequence with dutch in a long black coat and just really looking great and noticed at the time that you have extensive background in dance and so i sort of related those two things but now that you've got ghost and finale (laughs) under your belt also with some great fight sequences do you still do any dance training or has it kind of switched over to fight choreography these days as one of your expertises
1: well these days yeah these days is definitely fight choreography i mean i've definitely got my dance training and my background ingrained in me but definitely when it comes to all that stunt work i love it i love doing it i think it's important to do for myself because it really is an extension of my physicality of my character. And I just love doing it. I get such an adrenaline rush once I've, you know, kicked them off. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I think definitely that dance training since I was three years old is, is in there. But I do see dance choreography as a choreography. It is, it is a dance, you know. You're going to fight. You, you dodge this minute. You turn around. You kick. You been, it kind of is its own kind of dance choreography in its own right. So, um, yeah, I, I, I guess most, when I've been going from job to job to job, I think most of my time is spent, you know, when it, when it's stunt heavy, is kind of learning the choreography of the stunts and learning the style of, of what the character is going to do as a fighting.
2: Now, I've always thought you know who would make a great doctor. Hannah John Common.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, I mean, would you ever consider taking on the iconic role now that Jodie Whittaker has broken the gender barrier? And yes. Have fans ever brought that idea to your attention?
1: Oh, my goodness. You know what? I think that you're, you're, you're actually the first person to say it. and no. You know what? That's a really cool... No, you really are the first person I've had to say <laughs> it. And, uh, that's really cool. Uh, uh, Hell yeah. Uh, let's, let's start tweeting the casting directors and see what they can do in the future. It would be amazing. I'd love to.
0: Yeah, well, uh, it wouldn't be surprising considering all the sci-fi body of work you've built. So uh, just I just had to, to bring to that up.
1: the Flag. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
0: Well, thank you so much uh, for talking about Killjoys.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye.
0: Okay, so that was a very fun interview with Hana Jankam, and I was so grateful that not only did she have fun with some of the questions we asked her, but also I was glad sort of to hear her say that coming back to the set of Killjoys was like coming home because that's sort of like her beginnings, at least in our eyes as sci-fi fans, and we love seeing her become some of these great villains showing up in these big films, but at the same time, we like our small show on (laughs) sci-fi.
2: Yeah, and I think the thing people tend to overlook, probably because she does such a great job with it, is the fact that this season she's playing essentially two different characters in Dutch and Anila. And, you know, after watching Tatiana Maslany do something similar in Orphan Black, it's not as easy as some of these actors make it seem.
0: Yeah, and she does a great job with the American accent sort of for Anila. And that certainly was how she portrayed Finale in Ready Player One as well. So I like Seeing her enact different, not just accents, but different characters, different personalities. And just so you know, I want to mention as an ender to this special interview edition of Sci Fi Fidelity that you can actually catch Killjoys in its entirety if you want to go back and do a rewatch or encourage others to catch up. Because you know, with season four and five being the end, we're going to get this nice little package when it's all said and done. So there's a service out there called Verve, it's at vrv.co. It's already got seasons one through three up there for streaming purposes, and it's going to have five and six exclusively on this app. The app is available just about anywhere you get streaming a video, Xbox One, PlayStation, Apple TV, Roku, Fire TV, all of the different platforms. So I encourage you to go check it out as a way to catch up, because sometimes Killjoys could use a rewatch anyway before this new season starts.
2: All right. So what's that URL again?
0: that's vrv.co get that on your phone right now <laughs> and thanks again to Hanajan john common for talking to us about her role on killjoys and other nice roles that we've seen her in and for the rest of you guys go ahead and tune into sci-fi fidelity when we come back at the beginning of september with our next edition of sci-fi fidelity